Hello and welcome to the intro of episode 7 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Sideeves. In this episode I'm talking to Jordan Gray who is an incredible character. She's so much fun. I really, really enjoyed this chat. And again, I've said it every single time. I I know I keep saying I enjoy this chat but I'm just having really good chats. It's really, really good fun. Like I'd only met her a couple of days before, uh, invited her straight on, and yeah, it was just a blistering chat. It just it it, it went on and on, uh, but like in in absolutely not a bad way. This is a, it's a long episode, this one, but it's just a great, really fun, flowing chat. And just sort of we covered so many different subjects. Like we talked about how stupidity should be okay and um, carrying your status on stage, whether that is stupidity or not, and um uh, Jordan's time on the voice and uh <laughs> Lady Gaga being wrong about things um it turns out there was an ulterior motive to uh Jordan's ap- uh, appearance on this episode uh, because she just decided that she's going to try and out me as a homophobe who I didn't even know who knew uh, we talk about anxiety Jordan tries to solicit for a threesome or plus, you know, more than that, just to, uh, you know, just a, a fun time with whoever, uh, which is a, a, apparently a genuine offer. So uh, look into that. We discuss how she is the new old Russell brand. There's a good number of impressions, which becomes a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, surprising. Right? There's uh, impressions uh, to review the tea. And impressions that lead to other impressions uh, that lead to impressions into impressions. Talk about Pokemon and how I mean, that is what leads to more impressions, actually. So that's a, that's a fun moment. Jordan sings to me a surprising amount of times. Um, and I get completely confused and lost by some of what is going on there. There's an exciting moment with a, a bit of a secret reveal of a film that she's working on. Um, involving a very exciting actor. Um, although that actor doesn't know they're involved yet, but when that comes about, and let me tell you, I reckon it will come about, and that is going to be incredible. So I'm genuinely excited to see how, if, and when that turns out. Additionally, Jordan reveals the scientifically best biscuit. Uh, so, pff, worth listening in for that alone. It's just a really, really, really enjoyable chat. Thanks, everyone, by the way, who came to my uh, to m- to my show at the Alex um, last weekend for for Southend Comedy Festival. Uh, don't forget, there's going to be a live recording of the Comedians Tea Party on the seventh of July. Um, so make sure you come down for that. We're gonna that's that's going to be a lot of fun. The guests that I have lined up for that, uh, if that all comes off is going to be incredible and if I can't get that person then I will get a different uh, equally exciting person so either way it's going to be really really good uh, but I don't want to reveal the details of that until I know exactly um, and otherwise I am uh, if you're anywhere near Kent uh, I've got a preview in Faversham on the 12th of uh, 12th of July uh, so we could do sell them some more tickets for that uh, additionally Look out in August, because on August the 11th, I'm going to uh, Camden Comedy Club to to do a show. And at that point, hopefully, it's not even going to be a preview. It's just going to be the actual show in finished form. So, yeah, come and see that. That's going to be really good fun. 
and stick around at the end to hear where you can find all the social things. Uh, enjoy the show. <laughs> Let's bloody do it. Bloody start. I mean, that'll do that. Can't that's tell which start, one of us is it? which. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, hello and welcome to the Comedian's Tea Party with Side Eves, with me, Side Eves. And today my guest is Jordan Gray. Hello. All right. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, uh, hello. I forgot to check the sound levels. It's probably fine. Yeah, go on, have a little ear gander. Oh, yeah. Oh, we sound great. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, good. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thanks for having me. And for having me on a podcast that promotes healthy tea consumption. I, myself, am a teetotal, which I've just realised is quite a fun little segue there, linguistically. And this is nice. Green. Green tea. Green tea. Yeah, mouthing green tea. This is uh, another one from Tea Pigs. And again, thank you very much to Tea Pigs for sending me... Some free teas. Cheers, yeah. pigs. <laughs> cheers, cheers, fellas. Yeah, uh, they've uh, they've just sent me. Um, no, they've not. They've just released a cold brew tea, um, okay. which like brews in cold water. And they've got a couple. There's uh, there's cucumber and apple, and I don't like cucumber, so that'll not, be subtle. Not sure though, I enjoyed it. I imagine it will be. Yeah, I tend to have a sort of my tongue goes fizzy when I have it, so I don't know. <laughs> it might be okay. Maybe but it's it, you eating pickles. Is other, it pickles you're thinking uh, of? It's uh, it's. It's uh, pure Tabasco sauce. Um, it, no, 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 I don't want to labour on everything you say, it, that, but there, there's a lot to unpack there, that your tongue fizzes at cucumber. That's unusual, because it's the most sort of, what's the word? It doesn't react it's, with anything. It's, it's neutral, yeah. Yeah, it's about no, but there is, there's, um, there's a similar acidity in it to pineapple. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, but the difference is, I really like pineapple, so I'll have that <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's the thing that I read, and I'm only saying that now because I'm I'm pretty certain it is a thing that I read. But someone will hear it and go, "Well, that's not true." Yeah, (laughs) so I'll 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 say I'm sure that's the thing that I read on the off chance that that is untrue, (laughs) Um, because that's that's happened before. Yeah, (laughs) I I reserve the right to be wrong about anything. That's nice. I think we've why people stopped thinking it's the right to say I don't know. Yeah. In any situation. Absolutely. This is absolutely the thing. That's the funny thing, right? Because there's... And it's going to sound like a weird brag, but like I'm a, I'm a pretty intelligent guy and sort of I'm, yeah. I'm quite wordy. And, and people turn to me like I should know everything and then act like I'm a moron when I don't know everything. Yeah. And that's it's a, unfair. It's not fair to be on that it's pedestal. It's unfair uh, expectation. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm I just won't a ask normal guy. much. <laughs> they're just like us. Smart people, <laughs> they're just like us. I like being able now to say, like, I've got that lovely thing on stage where I can, you could be wordy and verbose, but people aren't expecting me to be super clever yeah. because I commit to this accent pretty hard. <laughs> and I like that. That's really fun. Is that, uh, I mean, I was, I was quite intrigued by that because obviously I only sort of met you for the first time a couple of days ago. At, and I was uh, Welsh then. At Ross, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and black. Um, I think it might be someone else. Um, <laughs> who who is that mystery Welsh man? That yeah. Um, no, obviously yeah. Ross Ross McGrain's night at the Alex. On Little every smash Sunday. comedy. Yeah, so good. Great fun. It's a lovely gig. Um, How did you find it? Because that, I think you handled the the chaos rather well. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's quite funny, really, because as, as someone that's sort of ostensibly awkward, <laughs> uh, yeah. I find sort of quite a level of joy I was talking about this with Andy actually who does quite a lot of stuff about um, Andy's story who I had done the other day uh, he does quite a lot of stuff about uh, being awkward and he's like his show's about being awkward but 
um, he like, and I, I talked about it with him uh, that he's just calling it down. It does cool down sort of fairly quickly. Oh, just for for listeners for oh, visual, yeah. Sorry, I've yes. added a little bit of water to the cup. Yes. And it was in an effort down. to distract you with my Machiavellian <laughs> yeah. ways. Go on. It won't work. I'm, my brain will keep track of where yeah. I left off. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I was talking to Andy about uh, obviously being awkward and um, <laughs> and basically like how I thrive in awkward situations. Sometimes yeah. I'll push a situation to become more awkward. And because I'm so used to being awkward, I'm essentially good at being awkward. Yeah, yeah, you inhabit uh, that space and, so, and you can... you. you uh, create massive uh, silences on purpose to yeah. see what happens. That's really absolutely yeah. yeah. But look, that's like I'm I'm sort of I'm so adept at being awkward <laughs> that when everyone else feels more awkward, I suddenly become the uh, coolest person in the room. Okay, and, you know and I mean? that's the that's the aim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm I, I can take control then. Yeah, that's your like, wheelhouse. There's, there's a lot of people they'll take control by sort of they'll do different things and and that's I think that's a a, a lot of the thing about stand-up is showing that you are in control oh my and God, i'll yeah. do that by making a room more awkward and yeah. then going it's okay this is my wheelhouse like, yeah yeah we're, here. we're uncomfortable come into my world yeah it's that's so important you can do high status low status anything you want in between but you've got to be setting you've got pace. to be the master of that you've, absolutely I, I love when people do unironic high status well because that's hard you think you come in and you're super confident you can turn an audience off if they think that it's genuinely authentic and you just don't like them. Yeah. But you can come on and be pretending to be super arrogant and they'll be like, right, this kid's got... that They're in control of this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know that I know that they know this isn't real, etc. Absolutely. So the problem with that, if you... Because if you can do it, it's absolutely incredible. But if you do it, you've got to be able to deliver to back it up. Fuck yeah. Because... Sorry for swearing. Uh, that's okay. We, we have swearing occasionally and uh, if I listen back and think it's a bit much... I'll bleep it out. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but <laughs> He said that like a brag. I'll bleep it out. Yeah. Do we let your cat into the door? No, because it's going to make a lot of noise. Okay. I might need to give him some food in a bit. That's all right. He'll, he'll get bored. He's, he's scared of everyone anyway. There's a lovely, is it, would you say a tabby cat? Uh, yeah. At the window. Looking all mischievous. And his head just turned to 360 degrees yeah. like an owl. And now I'm a little bit disconcerted. Yeah, Hello, slightly mate. perturbed. He's talking oh, to me now. Oh, he wants to come in. Oh, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him in. All, All right. right. Well, let's, let's keep talking. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give you, you a, what, a little whilst, rundown. Whilst we're um, tell me about your Comedy Central show. All oh, right, it's going to right. That was what? Sorry. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, oh, on. no. All right. Comedy I'll, I'll, Central. I'll finish, I'll, sorry Is to it? interrupt immediately, but uh, I'm, I'm just going to finish off the point that I was previously making. <laughs> sure, yeah, let's, um, do it, let's do it. This is the, this our podcast work now. Yeah. So you've... You've got you've got to own whatever you're doing. So if you come in and you're super confident, that's absolutely incredible. But you have got to have incredible, like you've you've got to reach that level with your material. So yeah. your material's got to be as good as your arrogant persona. Whereas yeah. if I come on and I'm awkward and I'm weird, and if I come on and do something that's like not that funny or whatever, then I'll play that out as an awkward dude and be like. It's fine. Yeah, I do it on purpose. Like, this is is all part of who I am. Like having amazing comebacks for everything. You'd you'd need that if you were playing high status. Yeah, I don't have any comebacks, but I do like 
was talking about it the other night, killing with kindness. Yes. If someone's talking or they are having a laugh or and I can tell it's something untoward. You, listeners, you may not be able to tell from my voice because it's sort of there in the middle, but I'm a transgender woman, right? So it's a bit lower than you might expect. But if I hear something's going on there and they're talking about some mystery there, I'll just literally, like verbatim, just be like, oh, hello, let's you and I have a confusing cuddle and see what's going on. Yeah, and yeah. then you open that up. It's all about that you can play with other people's awkwardness but yeah i'm not very adversarial yeah but you've not been going that long have you no it's something like 18 months somewhere between 18 months and two years but then as i also said to you i've been on stage for yes 12 years something like that musically speaking as a a pop star that's very kind of you to say and correct (laughs) i was a pop performer but yeah i did all right it was it was I never thought I'd be doing stand-up. Is that solo stuff? Or? Solo. And when I was a teenager, I was in a couple of bands. I was in a grindcore band called Silent Feedback. Cracky. I don't know what that means. No. And a little acoustic band called Offshore. I've not spoken about them for gold years. That was really nice. But I was solo and I was called Tall Dark Friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and was that was right what now? you went onto the voice with? That was really interesting. So... Um, I said, my, my stage name's Tall Dark Friend. Nobody knows what my real name is. I need to use that because all my social media is under Tall Dark Friend. And they right. said, if you go onto stage um, unsolicited and announce yourself as Tall Dark Friend, no one's going to like you. And that's so true. It would have been really weird if I go solo and go, what's your name? Hello, it's Tall Dark Friend. Don't question it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't ask me what it means. So it's the first time I ever actually did any music under my own name was during and just after The Voice. Oh, uh, okay. One single under my own name. The rest like seven albums and the tall dark friend seven albums really yeah. oh it's amazing yeah. sorry i should have done some research to... that's all right it's fun to sort of talk about also we met the other day i've been busy so yeah exactly <laughs> so i've done another one since then oh no um album yes that's a joke though I got that yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh busy so, afternoon yeah are you prince oh, man like if only i like to pretend i can play more instruments than i can yeah. i did some drums on my album but i'm not a drummer oh okay but I, well i mean I i'll keyboard. tell you what if you ever need uh, a drummer i'm generally a session drummer so it's, i can i can come play for you <laughs> without the visual context i was hoping that that would garner some awkwardness i don't know it's rhetorical we don't know how awkward they felt in that moment the listeners i yeah. like to think it was a comical moment but in I'll, response I'll, to that I'll, that'd I'll, be nice if, it, if it's not awkward enough i'll, I'll, I'll leave a longer gap <laughs> yeah more um that sounds cool that sounds fun i, yeah, I, I, obviously I only do comedy feel... music now oh okay which can be fun yeah regardless i mean i was that is chucking it down with rain and you could probably pick it up on the microphones but my cat's just gone out in it bless him oh he's off on a little adventure yeah he loves it if you he'll if be you, hiding under a bush as a um session drummer yeah were you potentially solicited to do comedy music are you quite adept in the old because <laughs> that might that's be all i can do actually <laughs> Yeah. that's what got you into stand-up in the yeah, first place. Yeah, yeah you're playing that and then just in the middle of a groove you're like you heard that and you're like that's my favourite bit of that yeah. song. Where? How can I get more of this in my life? Yeah. Music or stand-up. Mm. <laughs> Voice was all right. Music was so all right. So what came of that? Because like, I... Basically, I, I I became aware of sort of who you were... Two like, days ago. Through the, no, <laughs> yeah. through the sort of periphery of things. Because, oh, um, okay. like, we were talking about Cold Denim before we started. And, yeah. Oh. Um, like, I know... You'd done some stuff with him. And, Carl has uh, been very like, good to me, yeah. Uh, Unmistakable Scent of Leopard. Yep. Because um, yep. you were gigging with Ash Frith, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. a couple of times in uh, So I saw your name and I was like, who, who is this? Where are they, where are they sprung yeah. from? 
And uh, yeah, so, and I was like, oh, the voice, that's interesting. It's a really nice, tragic thing to mine for comedy. Reality TV is so tragic. Yeah. But I am what very lucky. What was experience like? It was never, wonderful. It was I, really... No bad stories whatsoever. It's great. Um, but I, I must have said this a million times, but it gives it some good context. I... That's what, it's one of the few reality shows that I have a bit of time for. Yeah, it's got integrity. That's yeah. the only reason I did it. The point is with that stuff is that I didn't audition like you would normally. Nobody really does. They get in touch if your numbers on your sites are quite oh, okay. big. Um, and they all did. Obviously, your Brits got talent, all the um, X Factor and that. But the voice for me is nice because you're vetted in advance. So you're not, you don't just step out to be laughed at or be confused why it's not going well. You know exactly how good you are, hopefully, when you go on. Yeah. And it's a fair reflection of that. I didn't get a turn at the auditions round that first stage. Yeah. And then I was the first person to be asked back onto the oh, programme really? within the same series. Oh, cool. Because somebody dropped out. Nice. So, yeah. that's So, one one person's treasure is another person's trash and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. I think what I just made it? that phrase up, yeah, I think. Yeah, I like it. One person. No, yeah, it sounds like mm. a thing. What's uh, what, what's the result of it? I don't know. I don't actually know how you did. I did really well. Thanks for asking. Cool. I did. Uh, no, I did alright. I made it to the semi-finals. Oh, great! Um, all that way without a tragic backstory. <laughs> um, but I was a uh, unique story, though. Yeah, it was a really lovely little Cinderella story because, let's say, I didn't get a turn. The cool thing is, being transgender, is that my voice don't sound like related to how I presumably look when I at least when I'm like dressed up a little bit nicer. Yeah. I don't know. Point is. The show is all about not seeing the person before they Absolutely, sing. Absolutely, yeah. So then they turn and there was this dialogue back and forth about that, which is really fun. And then I came back and it was a whole thing. And then I sung This Woman's Work by Kate Bush. And that's high as F. Oh, is it? It's so high. Do you know that song? Oh, that... That's... <laughs> I don't know why you'd get it from that. That little <laughs> no. bit. Um, I should be crying, but I just can't let it show. It was in oh, Extras. It was in yeah. that scene from Extras where Maggie's a cleaner in yeah. the extra special and it's really high and I was like I can't do that you're going to make me sound like a cartoon version of a woman and that's the last thing you need as a transgender person and Paloma was my coach Paloma Faith and she said just sing it low then so I did I sang it like oh, yeah. in a low register and it worked really well and I won nice. not, not the whole show yeah yeah round. but that yeah um, oh great yeah it's, it's wonderful really really good it's everything that comes afterwards that's not fun you start to be you, you become a bit of a political object oh really so did all the, I used to do the prides, but once you do a TV show like that and you are anything LGBT plus, every panel and every pride possible, I'm there for some tokenistic reason, right. and it's all it's just too loud for me and too colourful. I don't like like I need to write separate these two sentences. Gay guys, <laughs> not connected to what I was just saying. Gay guys are so lovely and enthusiastic, and I'm just not for them. And I don't think they right, realise okay. that I'm not gonna be your queen. I, like, yeah, yeah. When Lady Gaga is like. Uh, you were born this way. I'm like, no, I weren't. That's the whole point of my situation. I wasn't, was I? I've done. I've made efforts to not look the way I was born. So we're not comparable. Our lifestyles aren't comparable. Me and the old lovely gays. Yeah. But I'm supposed to be that colourful thing. And anyway, that's yeah. That's not my, not my jam. But I still do it. Yeah. You ever been to a pride? Um, I haven't. No. You homophobe and all the other things. Yeah, no, it's, it's because of all the gayness. Yeah, ugh, I can't, I can't stand. No, no, no. Um, no, I, I don't like anything with big crowds. And loud, so. loud and colourful, and too yeah. much, too much, man. 
too much sugar. It's just like I fully appreciate it, and uh, I go to music festivals. Mm. Um, but oh, that's only oh because so you'll go to music festivals with loads of people, but not when they're gay. Because in those scenarios, I can lose myself in the band, sure. and then I turn around and have uh, an anxiety attack and have to hide <laughs> oh. in my tent for a little while. So, oh no, you got? Do you really suffer quite badly with anxiety? It comes and goes. It's it's not horrendous. It's not debilitating. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, sometimes it uh, gets on top of you. But um, <laughs> your eyes are like going into the back of your head now, listeners, <laughs> yeah. crumbling. As so I was, at, um, I was at Glastonbury mm. uh, a couple of years ago when uh, Jeremy Corbyn was there, <laughs> and like just for the sort of sake of having a story to tell, like I went over there because uh, I was uh, teching with um, a band at the time, and like we went over to watch just to sort of say like, oh yeah, we were there when that happened. Um, we were right near the front, just because that's where the sort of the path followed round to. So we standing yeah. right in front of the stage, and then at the end of it, I turned around and like I've been stuck in a lot of crowds, but that was yeah. unreal. And there were so many people that um, I just turned to my mate and uh, and I said we, we need to get out of here, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're right." And I was like, "We need to go," and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I think you're right." And then, but like he suffered from anxiety as well, and then he started getting anxious and we were both like, we just no. need to get backstage. And, uh, so how do you, how do you swing that then? Cause it's either back through the sort of world war Z or you have to find some way of getting pulled over the gate at the front. Did you, you could pretend to faint and they'll lift you over. Well, Oh, uh, so we had passes. So oh, like we could do. Sort of do that though. Get around. <laughs> but, um, we wanted to get back to our tent because there were, uh, we were camping behind the, um, like Billy Bragg stage, I can't remember what it's called, right. um, but like he's got his own specific sort of left wing politics up, yeah. stage, yeah. Um, and we were we were camping behind there, like in the middle of the festival. Mm. Um, but that was also the next place that Corbyn was going to, so everyone was ru- rushing there. But we were rushing trying to get to the back. <laughs> but we ended up getting around the back, and like they put on like a massive spread of sort of snacks and tea, so we just yeah. got around there and it's like. <sighs> I felt better about ourselves. But yeah, it was, it was cool. It was a good day, but it was just, uh, it was a bit overwhelming. Do you find that you, as a comedian, that you actually do aim for things that are going to give you a good story? Because it's a weird, perverted Absolutely. way to live your life, but it's so true, isn't yeah. it? You, you throw yourself into situations. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, so, and some things that don't pay off, things that you think would be really oh, right yeah. for comedy, and then it's like, oh, that was just a waste of my time. Because it, either it's too niche, or it's not as funny as everyone, including you, thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Do you have an I, example? I generally don't do anything that I'm not, like, slightly interested in. Okay. So I'll never be that disappointed. Never go to a Pride. <laughs> oh, God. What, what's the last thing you... Um, yeah, this is a through line now. It's a comedy through yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the last I thing you did that you remember? Yeah, a couple even... of you only came on my podcast to out me as a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you shared the experience of coming out of the closet... You're just going out the other side. <laughs> yeah. um, the what's the last thing you did that you f- thought, ah, oh, this is a, like life's too short. Do you remember? Uh, I I think that quite a lot. Get those moments in life where you're like you're suddenly standing somewhere and you're like, how did I get here? And yeah. that can be good or bad. But I went out the other day thinking I was like, I, I can't connect with people anymore. I only enjoy hanging out like now, podcast wise, because it's like work and social. Yeah. Because yeah. then you feel like you're doing something and you yeah. feel like you're achieving. Productive. So I was like, no, I'm going to go out with a non-comedian just for a drink. Don't drink. So it's Pepsi. And I was with him for an afternoon. And I just at one point I wanted to audibly say, we've got nothing to offer each other. Do you just want to call this a day? It wasn't a date. Yeah. I'm yeah. engaged. It was a social thing. I was like, 
we could just leave now and both be home doing something we want to do. I just, life's too short. Yeah. What about you? Um, I don't know. Purely How? because uh, for the past couple of years, I've had largely successful... Uh, Social interactions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Humble brag. Yeah. Nice. Um, 10, for t- 10 out of 10. Yeah. No, Social. I've, I've been... like. The the worst sort of things I'll do really is just I'll say completely the wrong thing, and make a scenario so awkward that even I can't I can't boss <laughs> that scenario. You know, that's, I'll just have to stand there going, "I've done this." Oh no, I can't. I don't don't remember feeling awkward for years now. Maybe that's an odd thing. It's an odd thing in and of itself. Well, I don't you... have. It's not not having shame. Because I wouldn't like it if some of my oh, work... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like you, not awkward at all. I think that's that's really good. That's I, I don't tend to feel awkward the way people think I feel awkward. Right, that's interesting. Um, yeah. I um Especially like since I've met my girlfriend. Uh, and do you know what? It was the birth of my nephew a few years ago. It changed my life. It uh, essentially ended my depression. Wow. Uh, and like, it's, it's massive. It's Should huge. Tell him that. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, he wouldn't understand. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell him one day on his wedding day. Yeah. Um, it was, a, it was, it was a, a long story. It's in my first show when I talked about it, but mm. um, it's like not that, not that huge of a thing, but it was, that was, I just remember that sort of time roughly being a turning point and sort of like feeling this new level of love. And like, and it was, it was incredible. It was really cool. What was my point? Well, just, uh, you know, times that you felt, you don't feel awkward in the way that other people feel. Right, awkward. yeah. So yeah. since then, I've, um, I've, I've I've always just been pretty happy. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's weird. It's so a then weird... It's, a, it's a superficial thing that the awkward thing, gear that you can go into for like stage No, work. I am awkward. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's, I don't, um, I don't remember feeling. I, I sometimes like it's a silly thing to be jealous of, but I sometimes think I never talk about depression or anxiety or anything on stage because I'm I'm about as shallow and empty as a goldfish bowl with no goldfish in it. Right. I haven't really got any of those feelings. So when people talk about them and mind them, I'm like, oh man, like it's, it's comedy, it's, richer comedy. It's better off that way. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's <laughs> yeah. a silly thing. It's like saying, oh, I'm so jealous that you've lost an arm in the war because you get so much attention. Yeah, yeah. It's a really silly, selfish thing to be jealous of. But I haven't got any. I'm, I'm I'm like sort of just quite happy being a bit of an odd little shouty person, and that's yeah. fine. No, I, under, I understand what you mean. Oh. Yeah. So, well, I, I, I was going to uh, ask about that actually, because um, obviously, you're, like, you've got sort of quite a confident character on stage. Yeah. Um, but it also strikes me that sort of seeing that, I, I imagine that you're you're probably sort of moderately shy. It has to be, doesn't it? Because that I always say to people, I I could come on stage and I literally again verbatim I'll use lines like, I, I sometimes play music on stage and I'll go on and be like, I'm so good at this, and yeah. it gets a big laugh. And I think the only way that can get a laugh is because they know I'm not being serious. If there was a modicum of truth to it, they'd go, all right, yeah. Like I, I guess then you have to prove it. I literally I can say, mate, I, it's it's really nice to be here, especially because I'm so good yeah. at this and I don't need to be. And people laugh. If if you if you're gonna do that, you either need to be like humorously bad yes or or it's on you so beyond good that Mm. it's like you you essentially playing yourself down like you're that good you're going oh i'm quite good at this just well that's say like right so for example you're playing the drums right on stage and you you know you can smash it 
So if you pick up the sticks and you start doing a little riff and it's, it's quite good and you're like, ah, oh, I only started this yesterday. I only started playing this yesterday. Yeah, what else yeah, is this yeah. And you start playing it and you were just like, I'm so good at this. You, you can back that up. Yes. And you're not doing it for, you're doing it for a laugh because who says that in the middle? You've already kicked them while they're down. Nobody else can play drums like that. And, yeah. you're, and you're going, look at this. I'm better than you. Just look at them and say I'm better than you. People will love it because it's a connection. It's a, like a, it's oddly humble. Yeah. I do it all the time. I literally just walk on and go, oh, mate, I'm so funny. <laughs> yeah. The day it doesn't get a laugh, I'll have to quit comedy because then I've lost some connection to what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm. I love it. It's my favourite thing to do. Um, and I play very much a kind of, I always, it's easy to say like a sort of a 2006, 2008 Russell brand. And I am just yeah. talking about connections in the universe. I was going to ask that, about that as well. But, uh, I do love Mason Russell brand. I like the journey he's gone on. I like that he's sort of settled into this Zen-like character. Now that's mm. nice because I'm still playing the 2006 <laughs> yeah, version. Yeah, so there's yeah. at least enough there. Can't get away from it. We've both got big air and accents. And yeah. there's only so Not many combinations. accents. And right. Can't get away from that. I'm S- from similar Tilbury. to Tombra as well. Little Tombra. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing, because he was always regarded as a somewhat effeminate fellow, even though he's a ladies man. Yeah. And I am a transgender woman, so I've met <laughs> we've come we've yeah, reached yeah. the same point at different different things. Um from different trajectories. But yeah, it's, it's a com- what a lovely thing to be compared to. Absolutely. One of the most successful like Absolutely. entertainers. It's like when people uh like come up to me after a gig and they'll say, like, Oh yeah, you really remind me of Russell Brown. So and so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah, sorry, I'm doing John Gregg. And um, yeah. who do you get compared to? Uh, I don't really want to say because it it sounds like I'm. Uh, yeah, but of... now I've asked though, so it's all right. You don't have to, but it's uh, it's solicited. If you just brought it up, like I did, yeah, <laughs> it would be arrogant. But uh, I get I get compared to James Acaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see a bit of that, but you've got more of your own thing going on. But there is little yes. mannerisms. Well, this is um, yeah, like uh, I did a tour support for Abigail Ashmon. Mm. And sure. um, she said to me, like, having seen you on stage, I'd say you've got sort of affectations of James Acaster, but yeah. having spoken to you in person, I know that that's actually who you are. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's... But it's great. Like, he's he's the master. Like, yeah. he's so good. I love him. Um, and, but I don't, I don't think, like, I don't think watching him has put any of his personality into mine because no. I'm still myself and I'm doing different subject matters little affectations is good you're filling in gaps that you will eventually grow out of yeah. but, but I've made nice. this I, I, nice I, I made the point as well that uh, when you get that sort of thing um, and it seems like an affectation like quite often because like you'll go watch comedy that uh, like the, the comedy that you like is a reflection of yourself yeah 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 it's oh, telling you stuff you want to hear or vicariously experience isn't absolutely it? Yeah. yeah so like kind of if there's if there's someone with a really similar personality to you you're going to want to go and see them and you're going to find them really funny because that's your sense of humor hmm. um so when a comedian like sort of new or otherwise has similarities to another act people will watch them and go like oh they're just copying but no that's just their personality being exacerbated um yeah, and there's just there's just comparisons, and so. and there's people like to have these little sort of tokens in their brain, don't they? These archetypes that they can lean on. And James Acaster has become successful enough that he's an archetype now. He's yes, he's he's surreal, but not forcibly. He's not trying. He, he he's doing his own thing, and you're there to watch it. And yeah. he's he's really earnest with his surreal stories that obviously are can't be true. Most of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 
That's a, it's an archetype now. Well, that's the thing with him. He leans into scenarios that are obviously false. Yeah, with real conviction. Whereas I lean more towards things that actually happened that are so ridiculous that you think haven't happened. Right. So in that sense, maybe they have happened to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll find say, out all these unusual there's, there's things. There's a lot of stories in my life that I'll tell people. Uh, sorry, I don't know what's going on with my eyes. Itchy. Um, right. There's a lot of stories in my life that is I it, tell people. Do you, do you, sorry to interrupt. Go on. Is there a possibility you have any reaction to the tea? I don't think so. No? Probably not. Okay. No, I've had green tea before. But it's uh, Mao Feng. Maybe you're the Mao yeah, Feng I don't is know, disagreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know what Mao Feng is. Do you know what Mao Feng cucumber. is? Cucumber. Imagine if it was cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes are tongue um, um, No, I don't know. It has a delicate natural flavour of summer air. But so there's summer air in it. Great, brilliant. Yep. Uh, peaches and apricots. And unlike most murky brown standard green teas, this one turns a clear pale green it when does. infused. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. I'll give it four tea bags out of a possible four tea bags. Oh, that's that my is, system. Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I'm entitled to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Is that do you use that rating system on your, on your posters as well? I use gold blooms. Right. You know the old. Uh, I'll give it a, a, a ten out of a ten gold blooms. That's my that's my way of kind of doing that. Um, are you familiar with Jeff Goldman's rating system, or am I just being? No. He that's what he does. He he rates things in a really lovely way out of 10 gold blooms so many people have got his face tattooed on him yeah. and he does these little videos online where he looks oh at i have seen now. it yeah uh, and kind of a nine out of ten possible uh gold blooms he just says it like he's that's thinking of it the first impression. time every time yeah. every single everything he says it's like it's creeping up on him yeah it's amazing i love him so much thank you i i have one but one impression you might <laughs> think it's russell one? brand but no it's not it's jeff goldblum that's the only one i can actually do yeah uh, see the thing is uh you're you're you're, sci- you're a scientist uh they, they, they were so busy tr- trying to make dinosaurs uh they were so preoccupied with whether or not they could they didn't start to think if they should that's my only impression i have yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs> nice oh my cat's just come back in he looks really wet <laughs> still on the show your cat is it looks considerably more damp than he was before i can reach i'll, I'll let him in now so. okay go on so what we have now, listener, is sort of a little, like, a, we have we have a we have a situation which would ordinarily would be filled with dead air, but I'm going to fill it with some public service announcements. It's raining outside. I mean, maybe not where you are or when you are, but it is now. Look after yourself. And we're back. <laughs> Hello. Hello. That was amazing. Thank you. So, yeah, Did you much. hear my... I was being responsible. Of course, I was next to you. Oh. <laughs> Don't spoil the illusion. <laughs> I'm in LA. Listen to all the LA people outside. Yeah. Oh, kid, I'm going to make you a star. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they walk around saying to each other. I'm going to make you a star. 90% of the conversation. Mm. Um, Oh, just tripped on the walk of fame. Oh, my ankle. Oh, whose name is that? I don't know. Not even LA, is it? Nope. No, Hollywood is in LA. Is it? it? Yeah, it's the Hollywood Hills is LA, isn't it? I don't know. I've never been. I've Uh, never been to America. Never been outside of Europe, actually. Where did you, how far did you get? Uh, Bulgaria. Oh, right. So as far as you can go, but... yeah. Yeah. Never been to America myself, but I toured musically around Europe a fair bit. Oh, really? And comedy-wise, I had a really good time in Barcelona. I did oh, comedy yeah? in Barcelona. Um, it was the I do this joke very often where I'm being serious, and it's one of the things where I am being serious, but people don't think I am, where right. I say, um, in case you haven't figured it out, I have got a little something for everybody, sexually speaking, because of my mismatching front and bottom and top. And uh, I say, me and my partner, we are looking for a third to join us. We always do. Um, comedy groupie situation. And 
in Spain, everyone was so beautiful. I was like, look, I do this joke all the time. Nobody's ever taken me up on it, but I'm being serious this evening. <laughs> I've put some effort in. I've dressed up, as you can see, la, la, la. And this, um, this couple came up to us, this amazing, like, sort of five foot two little uh, Asian-American lady that looked like she was out in the Matrix. And her boyfriend, who was this big... I would, I'm going to assume a bit of a beefcake, not much going on in the brain, but right. a handsome Adonis of a guy. And I was like, shit, some have actually come up to, to elicit this thing and say, yeah, we'll come back to the hotel. We're staying in the French Institute. It's really cool. And my partner had had too much gelato and she had a horrible diarrhea. So we had to, <laughs> we had to cancel. It was the one time that anyone's taken it seriously. And but that's a genuine offer. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a genuine oh, right. offer. But it sounds like a joke because of the personality that I'm doing, obviously. I'm like, yeah. all you... You, you can't wait to get a bit of this. But that night, I thought I looked quite nice. So I was yeah. like, look, I'm being serious. We've got, we were staying in the French Institute. Um, we got turfed out there the day after because literally the president of France, is it a lady now, I think? Yeah, I, I presume it's, Whoever it was had to, um, had to go there. So we got pushed out of her apartment into the basement of this right. building. Um, yeah, why, did I, why was I saying that? Maybe just to segue into the advert... Of if anyone is interested, you don't know what I look like. Yeah. Google me. I'm all over. Yeah. Um. And and we'll have a good old cheeky time. That's perfect. Little bringing it back. Go on. That's one of those things that I did, thinking it'd be funny, and it weren't. What's that? Threesome and menage a trois. Oh. Um. Early stages of comedy, thinking, oh, this would be brilliant for a story. It's not boring as anything. Really <laughs> boring. So uh, overrated. So there is not room to mind for comedy. I think most people that do do it, they realise the most interesting thing is getting up and going for a snack. Yeah. Like in Friends. Yeah. That, that's a really well-realised bit of social comedy that Ross gets up and makes a sandwich. You think, oh, that wouldn't happen. You do. You just get up and you're like, oh, you kids have fun. <laughs> and we'll tag team in and out. I think it's something about the dynamic of, social dynamic of that. Yeah. Yeah. The triangle is supposed to be the strongest shape in nature. Bollocks. It's a straight line. <laughs> and a little dot in the kitchen having a sandwich. <laughs> Amazing. Science. That's science. <laughs> right, we've covered science. Yes, we've done That's science. That's uh, religion. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the new Jesus, yeah. si, but I am the new Russell Brand. And I'd yes. like you to tweet about that. To the all the new friends. old Russell Brand. The new, oh, that, what a lovely name for like a band or something. The new old Russell Brand. Yeah. The new old Russell Brands. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Comedy band. Comedy band. Serious band, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's proper music. Hmm. We were about to drink in unison, and I noticed that you very sweetly and subtly <laughs> staggered your sip with mine, so yeah. we didn't both sip at the same time. But <laughs> my so thinking English. behind it was, if I if I drink at the same time as you, then neither of us are going to be talking. The but day, in yeah. pulling it back from my mouth, didn't talk it for longer. More. It yeah. added more time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this it needs to be a video cast. Right, when you get proper celebrities on here that you've got coming up, yeah? yeah. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but these people... You can it will evolve into a visual experience as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three D video as well. Three, four D. Four D. What's that even mean? Uh, you can spit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you mean like you wear a um, you wear a, a v- VR mask or whatever Oculus, but it's attached to a tiny little like fish pump that shoots out water. That's it, yeah. When anyone spits in the podcast which is rare that's a rare occurrence people don't tend to spit on air it doesn't happen often no but, but people will start to do it more when they know yeah. you've got 4d technology yeah yeah it's the comedian's tea party isn't it it is yeah do you get people confusing it and thinking it's a political thing 
Oh, is this a is is it is there a political thing? Are you aware of that? The Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Right, because there's. I mean, I'm uh, gonna tell you right now. I don't know what it means. They're just a wacky political group. Right. Again, I maybe not. I don't know I, anything I'm, about them. I'm in competition. I was in competition to get like all of the URLs that I wanted oh, and yeah. all like, all of the um like sort of like, handles and stuff on mm. like sort of Twitter and Instagram and that. And I got a few and I started a couple and then discovered that they were busy on the other ones because there's so many podcasts in America called something Tea Party. Right, yeah, it must come from it's that. It's all about sports. Oh, that's a really weird Largely, they're largely about sports, but there's one that's about actual tea. <laughs> right, this is, so this is 10% tea, would you say? There's a subtle it, it changes. subtext about tea. It changes. Show. Sometimes it is a lot about tea. Do you think that's maybe when you've got somebody on that you don't have a comparable lifestyle? Not at all. You just have no. to... Um, the conversation with Carl Dunley was a lot about tea. Sure. Okay. Because um, he, he loves tea. We, just, we talked loads about tea. But we also talked about yoga and religion and all sorts. And... Those things seem pretty like they're the same they're not, bag. They're not a million miles away from each other. Yeah. yeah. Green tea and yoga. Yeah. I need to do yoga, I need to stretch a little bit more, I jump around way too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was quite fi- quite physical the other night, wasn't it? Jumping around, I think. I'd say so, a yeah. A bit. Climbing up on the pews. That's nice as a comedian. Listeners, this is what you've been waiting for. Um, <laughs> if you ever want to get up and stand on a chair in a gig, it's nicer when it's uh, one big standalone bench or a sort yeah. of church pew, because then you, you, cause there's way more confidence there. I've done it before where I've stood on somebody's knees and they've been cool and I've not had shoes on so it's been yeah. fine but there was like I weren't hurting them but that was precarious as anything um, Interesting You ever do that? You ever crowd surf? I've, I've walked through the audience on chairs How was that and for what reason? What prompted this? Uh, I was talking to a woman who um, <laughs> like her responses were sort of like they weren't what I wanted them to be and it was in Edinburgh yeah. it was about like 10 in the evening 11 in the evening mm. Worried that's no, it's still going. So yeah. it was just because the lights started blinking. Oh, blimey. Um, so, listeners, again, just to add some visual context, we're both looking at the screen now. We're seeing our voices appear in real time in yeah. waveform. Are you happy with the levels there, or do you think that's we'll punch them up? You're happy with that? Yeah. Good. That's, cool. uh, that's pretty much, uh, well, that's actually um, higher than what it used to be. That's going to come out really loud. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, listeners, <laughs> the darlings. Oh, no, now you're going to have to go back and find that and turn it down. No, so I've got, I've got a limiter thing on the. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm very good at editing. Check you, check you. Oh, yeah. Um, How are we doing for time? Yeah, good. This is shooting by, isn't it? Through. We've not even yeah. covered, We've not you even know, started, uh, Darjeeling. Not, not talked about oh, most of it, yeah. yeah. Um, you walked through a crowd to a lady? Yeah, I just, I just walked over the top of things. and uh, it's a bold <laughs> just, move. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I ended up with uh, sort of legs akimbo across two <laughs> rows, um, just chatting to her. And it was, it was actually really fun. Yeah. I had a good gig. Yeah. But it was, it was late night in Edinburgh and people get weird. Favourite, <laughs> favourite gigs. The best gig I've ever did, late in live at the Gilded Balloon. Yeah. Um, I got booked to do it off the back of doing Steve K. Amos' talk show and the producer oh, okay. was the same person. And I, they said it's mental and it often relies on nudity or people throwing fluids and stuff and it was crazy. So I built myself up as a, for a massive baptism of fire. Yeah. It's the loveliest gig, but I went in with that attitude of it's going right. to be awful. So I, I ended up nude running around <laughs> and then have a piano. And it's a huge stage running around nude is fun because you can get kind of a gallop going and things start to <laughs> bounce around and move around. But then you sit at a piano nude and play music and the audience is like, oh shit, we, this wasn't, we didn't think that's where this night was going to go. Yeah. And you've got a naked person sitting there playing piano being all silly. Like um, Jerry Lee Lewis style, kicking my legs up. 
it's, it was magical. So now I've sort of, I do that at the more raucous gigs. Right. Yeah. That's, I haven't got no shame anymore. Maybe it's from that. Yeah. Edinburgh was a bit of a baptism for me last year. Yeah. So do you get, do you take your clothes off often at gigs? I mean, you, you got, you, you popped a tit out the other day. That's because those lads, it's because I did it the last time. I don't make a habit of it. Yeah. But that's a lie. I do at bigger gigs. <laughs> but um, those guys that are in the corner, they, I made a joke about how there's some weird nipples drawn on the back of the room, isn't there? At the yes. Smash Comedy. And I don't know why they're there or if that's even what they are. But they couldn't see them. So I thought I'd that was, that, I mean, it was an owl. There's an owl? Yeah. Owl laughing. What? But it looked like it. I know, I know where you're coming from. Um, it it looked like the little sweet mushrooms that you get, the little candy yeah, mushrooms yeah, yeah. with tears coming out. Yeah, it's out. just a nipples terrible, terrible drawing. Right, okay, yeah. well that's on it's, record it's now. It's an owl leaning its head back and laughing. I on it, I didn't see that. No, I, you, I, wouldn't, you wouldn't know it unless no. you knew what it was. So yeah, I'll whap a bap out for the lads because I think that's funny as well. There's something amazing about there's boobs and a willy there and people 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 don't like cognitive dissonance do they in their brains yeah. like they, one idea or the other and it makes a whole audience of people have to sort of decide between them which way they're going to steer history in that yeah. moment so i get to be, if i'm there and i'm nude and i go hello we're all in this together let's have a laugh everyone has to go oh this transgender thing's probably all right yeah, you can't yeah. be the one person in the audience with your arms crossed going i'm not having this yeah. it's a self-policing thing so it's if it makes you feel like a bit of a superstar, that's my advice, kids. Yeah. Get nudes on stage. Take Don't clothes do that. Off. No. Do it if you like, if it's hot, if it's really hot. Yeah. Like, temperature-wise. If it will... In, if it's your thing, if it's for you, then you go ahead and do it. But yeah. don't force yourself. That applies to uh, murder Anything. as well. Yes. If it's your thing, don't anybody tell you not to. It's Absolutely. Unf- yeah. Yeah. You can be what you want to be. It's 2019. If you want to kill but people... But additionally, it's 2019. Um, ask first. <laughs> you that's so true I didn't, I'm so sorry I should have said that yeah if you're yeah. going to kill someone give them the, at least the courtesy of uh, let them know let them, let them know, let them know. Yeah, give yeah. them a head start yeah that way if they don't get out of town it's on them that's so true yeah that's really true anyone that you'd that you would kill this is horrible advice yeah right What what's what's on the agenda uh, I mean do you want to have another tea I'm going to be honest with you like, I'm, I'm sort of a good way into this yeah. and it's tasty but it's a little bit bitter for me. You want something a bit, bit more, uh, a bit sweeter or a bit more body to it? It's, I'm nearly done. I can, I can appreciate why people would like this. Uh, it's just, it's not quite for me. These tea, look, I mean, they've essentially sponsored the program, tea pigs, and I want to, I don't want it to seem like nepotism. But when you are done, that is a beautiful object, listener. Oh, Isn't God. It? Isn't it nice? It's like a sort of a see-through satin pillowcase filled with these really colourful, lovely leaves, these shards. That's not like a normal tea bag. I would... It's a biodegradable tea temple. Is it? Yeah. Is that what it says or did you just... No, it is. It says it on it. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Remove temple and top glass up with oil. I'd hang these... I would hang these up. Yeah, they look great. They're really good, good-looking tea bags. I know that's not what you're going for, tea pigs, that you keep them afterwards, especially if they're biodegradable. That yeah. sort of goes against that ethos. But I'd hang these up and I'd probably enjoy looking at them after Absolutely. the fact. I had a uh, Jasmine Pearl one with uh, John Oakes yesterday. Jasmine Pearl. And, uh, Pearl? It's amazing. Yeah, it looked incredible. It's like, like these little sort of balls of jasmine and they open out. That's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Like like bubble tea. Like those weird little tapioca balls that fill no. with a flavour. What sort is it? It's like... Uh, like. Oh, are they like flower heads? They're tiny, like, tiny of, bulbs yeah, yeah, that yeah. open. Jasmine bulbs. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Really nice. It is. Really we're not. Tasty. We're not having like. 
other teas are available, they're just all shit. And yeah. that's a definitive statement. Tea pigs, cheers. This one's got a picture of a deer on it. Yeah. I'll leave that. That's it. No, I'm not making any judgment there. No. I'm not condemning it. nor nor uh, advertising. It's just a picture of a deer and I like it. Yeah. What's the, uh, oh, what would you, what would you guess the ingredients are? Oh, of, uh, you, yeah, you just looked. Uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> no. Right, mouth, feng, green tea, uh, green tea. Yes, the ingredients are mouth and green tea. Oh, that's it really? That's it. Oh. That's all it is. But I thought, what's the whole... Right, this is this is really bugs me. So uh, please, if you understand where people are coming from, when wines say, oh, there's notes of uh, peach or there's notes of jasmine, is there or how can there be? What What do you mean by that? What, when it says here, it's got notes of apricot and peach. Is, is there apricot and peach in it or does it just taste a bit like it? Yeah. I, and that is an open question. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have the answer to that. Because when bees like pollinate honey, you get the flavour of the flowers they've been to because it's literally there. It's not, I don't, if it's near a peach, if this grew near a peach, are you allowed to say it's got notes of peach to it? No. And the same with wine. Yeah. If you put some like peach things, in the grapes. It's like things that say may contain nuts. Yeah. Like, tell us if it contains nuts. Yeah, but, that, but even more so, because that, that may, because it's near some nuts, but... If you say, oh, this wine's got fruity notes, hmm, I'm sensing raspberry. Is there any raspberry in it, though? Because if not, you're being a pretentious prick. Yeah, yeah. Has it got raspberry in? Or is it all grapes that are near some raspberry? Yes. Yeah. And I honestly don't know. But All, it, all they're me. saying is it tastes of something and they don't know what it really tastes like. Right. Okay. It's like that. But it's sort of, yeah. like, it tastes kind of like chicken. It's like it's everyone's description of everything, isn't yeah. it? Oh, it tastes like chicken. Well, if you're living in the Actually, matrix. Actually, does it taste like frog's legs? <laughs> And do, you know, frog's legs, yeah, maybe similar in flavour to chicken, but you don't eat other chicken and say, it tastes like chicken. Like, it's chicken. If it's, you brought you that up at a party, though, it would sound like you just wanted to bring up the fact you'd eaten frog's legs. You're like, yeah, oh, this I uh, definitely haven't eaten frog's legs. It tastes like frog's legs. Because then people are going to go, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> when do you have frog's legs? When did Regale you? Regale us with the story. When I've, did you? I've never heard. Oh, you never, never have? No, no, no. Um, what was I going to say no. about taste? That bit in Alan Partridge, where it's like... Swine, it tastes like something. What is it? And oh, and she lists all these things. Peppermint. It's like no, no, no. This wine tastes of chewits. <laughs> so, oh yeah. I do love Alan Partridge. I do like. Uh, I like stuff like that though. Where I'll when I'm comparing stuff to the flavour of things, I won't do it by like. I actually, I, I have done it a couple of times of just like, oh, it's got a fruity note to it. And, yeah, fruity uh, with, with sure. tea, or but, sour or sweet. Uh, yeah, with. Um, like sometimes I'll be like, oh, that tastes like a uh, cow pole. <laughs> That's so weird you said that. I was literally just thinking that the other night. I went on stage with Dr. Pepper and I wanted to make a joke about, oh, you remember the old campaign? Dr. Pepper tastes like cow pole mixed with Pepsi. Because it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's so weird you said that. Oh, wow. It is a bit cow po- cowpish, cow polish. Yeah. Cow polable. Um, yeah, that's the one I was going yeah. for. Are you a fan? Of cow pole? Sure. Love it. Love yeah, a bit of that, great. Dr Pepper though. Yeah, I like Dr Pepper. Do you like advertising campaigns that advise you against drinking things? Because that's I, what it's, it's, doing. it's a bold move, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like Yorkie bars. Yeah. Or uh, there's loads like that, isn't there? Um, Marmite. Actually, there's so many. There's so many that I yeah. don't have this. I well, can't... That, uh, do you know what? I I really because I don't like Marmite, but my word, do I respect them? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I you know I think a lot. Butter and margarine, when you've got the, the names are just getting more and more sarcastic, where it's like, 
can't believe it's not butter. Like, I can. Yeah. I can, because it doesn't taste like butter. Oh, it's utterly buttery. Is it? Yeah. Is it? What's next? Oh, margarine. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It's not butter. That's mental. What's the, these sentences are getting longer and longer. I think they're getting sarcastic and I'm not, I'm not for it. Yeah. You've mentioned another tea. Go on. Is that a, is that a, um, a, a natural cutting off point? Or no, not do you really. Leave, do you leave the mic running? Uh, sometimes. Okay, sure. Sometimes. Yeah, we can do Maybe it. Maybe a peppermint tea. Is that... Yeah. Have I spoiled the surprise for the no, listeners? No, not at we'll all. Do a, doing a tea pool. It's a naturally caffeine-free, which is good because the last three teas that I've had, had have had been full of caffeine. Oh, right. And, uh, You're I, right. I am buzzing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a lemon oh, I mean, do you know what? I, I do want to ask, actually, because yeah. uh, you said your tea total. Yeah. Um, uh, is, is that... I've, I've got to ask, is that like as a sort of a, um, a result of worse things? Like a, any level of alcoholism or just a, like a choice? It was, I wrote... Uh, or, I mean, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. No, it's fine because it's not as bad as it, I made it sound right. like it's going to be. Um, I had, I used to drink loads because I was a singer in a bar and they paid me enough money that I would have money to drink at that bar till the next time I played there. So it just became a habit. But I was writing a novella Okay. Uh, thinking I was a genius because I was pissed every day and I thought I was like Ernest Hemingway who apparently didn't even drink when he wrote. Um, that's a myth. But I was so drunk that I thought I did sort of invented metaphors and I was right. like a genius and I sobered up one day and read it and it was the most contrived, trite piece of shit I've ever read. So I quit that day, literally after I finished reading it. Yeah. And then I rewrote it and it was marginally better, not that much. But the point is, literally not since then. Really? So it was more, I was like, oh, my brain is sort of the only thing that I hold in any regard. Yeah. I like it when people say I'm clever, if and when. Yeah, yeah. And I like being able to like think of new things. I don't, if somebody, yeah, I, that's really important to me. If it had been affecting my, if I'd been gaining loads of weight, I don't think I would have quit. But it's because it was messing with my brain. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? You, you drink? What's uh, your tipple? I do, but not a lot. What's your go-to? Um, I, I don't drink beer anyway. I never have. Don't like it. Yeah. Um, Anyone that says they do is lying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I drink. I drink cider. Sure. Um, but I've sort of. I've got quite a uh, quite a taste for sort of good cider. Okay. Uh, but I'm not one of those like oh it has to be eight percent and above uh, <laughs> because I'm not a moron. Yeah. Um, sure. So yeah, I just I just drink like a nice cider, but good season of, for it coming into the cider certainly season. Is. Yeah, that's why I, I, I go down to uh, Cornwall all the time. Mm. Have some nice cider Love down there. Some Cornwall. Ah, oh, just an amazing Cornish pasty the other day oh, from Cornwall. Did I didn't just not from yeah. like, the pasty shop. My mum lives in Devon, so. Oh, lovely. Yeah, lovely. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I like a little bit of cider. I like a vodka lime and soda. Okay. What? Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, no judgment. I don't know what that tastes like. It's um. It's just nice. It's nice and refreshing. <laughs> I used to. My drink was a. I'd get a bottle of um the cheapest white wine. What is it? The House Chardonnay. Yeah. And a pint and a Jaeger bomb. Jaeger bomb really nice because I really I did like Jaeger and the sweetness of the Red Bull. Mm. Then the pint while occasionally sipping the wine all day. So the one, bottle of wine would last all day, but the chasers of pint and Jägerbomb would be going all the way through the day. Um, that was my go-to, especially during the summer. Yeah. And it's way too much. It's just silly. Yeah. Who, who needs... Wine is awful. That's <laughs> quite the mix of... Yeah. Yeah, wine... Like, I, I very rarely drink wine because it largely tastes like headaches. 
Yeah, exactly. It tastes like um, when you tighten a guitar string too much and that horrible sound that happens. <laughs> That's what wine tastes like. It tastes like uh, texting everyone you know. Not mean things, just usually more boring than you thought things. When people say, I can't yeah. believe I texted all my exes last night. And they just say hi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or misspelled hellos. Yeah. That's all that wine tastes like. Yeah. Do you remember mm. those Cheez-Its we ate? At <laughs> that time? Yeah. Oh, I thought about, I've been thinking about those for <laughs> six years since you left. <laughs> um, yeah. Alcohol. Don't do it, kids. Kill, murder, get nude. Don't drink alcohol, though. As long as you ask permission. permission. Yes. Alcohol, though, do what you like. Yeah. Just don't have some, it. but don't do it. Moderation is yeah. that's the first thing to bear in mind. Is uh, moderation is important. Yeah, because I will enjoy a little drink now and then, but I'll have like I'll get drunk three times a year probably. But I'll I'll drink sort of I'll get I'll, you know I I won't even get that drunk anymore. I don't like it. I get no, a bit tipsy. But I don't like being drunk. No. I got drunk the other week and I uh, I ended up apologising all night. Yeah. Oh. Because I came aware, um, oh. like, I, I, I used to, not always, but occasionally when I got drunk, I'd become just a bit of a dick. And, like, and I'd regret it the next day. So I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to stop doing that. Easily <laughs> and, done. And, and life's better when you don't have to apologise all the time. Yeah. And it, it's got, that's a weird mix of being conscientious and intelligent at the same time. You're yeah. probably always just apologising for stuff. Yeah. Oh. So I got to a point the other week and uh, like I was playing some poker. Uh, Pokemon, you say? And, uh, Pokemon. Well, I've got that written down. Cause, yeah, uh, that's why I said it. Go on. John Oaks told me to bring it up. Oh. Um, but no, I was playing some poker and I got to a, and I, I realised I was shouting and I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. Oh, I've got, I've got drunk a bit quicker than I thought I would. Everyone's like, it's okay. <laughs> it's when you when you get to the point where you're shouting out your cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then then you've got to stop. I've got an ace. <laughs> <laughs> This hand is brilliant. I'm oh, going to sorry. win. <laughs> Stop getting sorry, poker wrong. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, right, my cat's back. I'm going to let him in. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the kettle on. Could I pop to go for the a bathroom yes, then? Yeah, no, go on. I'm going to pause it. Right. So let's pause it. We'll be back in a minute. Have him both emptied and refreshed. That was what a back lovely um, ablution. Yeah. Nice evacuation of the... Oh, right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bits, all sorts of things. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was like I fed my cat. Yeah. He's a little bit dry now, but he also ran away because he's scared of everything. You join us, listeners, in the year 2184. Cats have become obsolete, but we do have a different um, flavour of tea. What one is it now? Yeah, this one is... Oh, that's the wrong tea packet. Sacrilegious. I mean, I know what it is. I'm doing it for the purpose of... uh, of podcastication. I just wanted for the sake of yeah. Well, but... I mean, this is unnecessary. This Thanks. is uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What what possible long-winded, is, uh, confusing name could it be? This is tea pigs peppermint leaves. And nice. do you want to guess the ingredients in peppermint leaves? There's got to be a bit of uh, mouthwash in there, isn't there? <laughs> it is 98% mouthwash, yeah. And, uh, and a couple of leaves. Listerine. No, it's uh, it's all peppermint leaves. It's nice. Just, it's just peppermint it's, leaves. It, it's gone super dark and green really fast. Yeah. Again, beautiful objet d'art. I, I would hang that up for a laugh. Yeah. For the, for the aesthetic. I can imagine it looks like if I was a mouse, I'd want to get in it as a sleeping bag. I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, that could be said of so many things. Yeah. But... I do like it. It looks a little bit like a bag of drugs. <laughs> oh, my brother, bless him. My little brother's just started stand up. 
I thought he was going to say just start, start taking, taking drugs. drugs. He's, uh, he's, he's, it's really sweet how new he is, but he already knows the conventions quite well. Yeah. And he got me with the silliest joke the other day. He really, really got me. He's talking. To, he was saying an anecdote, and he said, we went to a gig once with a, with a friend of mine. Oh, you should see this friend. He brought two guitar cases. One of them was solely filled with drugs, and the other was solely filled with drugs. And it was the sweetest <laughs> little thing. I was like, oh, he knows comedy. Yeah. He's not like four years old. He's 26 or whatever. But he'd never done it before. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, oh, a, that's, that's cool. a little bit. That's actually a little bit that yeah, he's done yeah. there. He's very funny. He's annoyingly funny. Oh. Uh, yeah. Get. <laughs> he's going to surpass me. Hopefully he stops soon. <laughs> yeah. But if you're listening... No, absolutely not. No, maybe uh, maybe I'll have him on the show one day. Yeah, well, he's, he'll definitely do better than I did. <laughs> and I'm, I know I'm brilliant, so think how well he's going to do. Right. He's very funny. He's really, really funny. Nice. So, what... What's, what, his, what's his name? Uh, Dalton Shithead. No, it's Dalton Gray. His name's Dalton okay. Gray. Okay. My, my my name is Grey, so the corollary there is blood related. Yeah. That probably didn't need explaining. Dalton after after the sink, the after the cowboy. We're all named after cowboys in my family. Really, Robert Redford. My middle name is Redford. Okay, Jordan was a horse. I think that Robert Redford rode. Yeah. My sister Cody after Buffalo Bill Cody, yeah. and Dalton after the Dalton brothers. I have a second middle name that I had to give myself for legal reasons. Oh, really. Is that of interest? Go on, yeah. Right, okay. Literally, I didn't want to leave a thread hanging. When I changed my title from Mr. to Ms., there's no way of doing that without changing your name because they expect oh, people really? to be called Mr. Brian Smith. My name's Jordan, which is gender neutral. There's no reason for me to change my yeah. name and I like my name and it's on all my business cards. So I was like, oh, that's lucky. I'll just be Jordan, like Katie Price. I'll just be still be called Jordan. But there's no proceeding to just go to Mr. Jordan Gray to Ms. Jordan Gray. You have oh, to change a bit right, of your it? name. It's so stupid. So she said, would you consider changing your name, the spelling of your name? Because then you can do it as well. You can tag yeah. on the title. I was like, no, well, that's pointless. So I added a second G-E-O. middle name. <laughs> yeah. Or J-E-U-X hyphen D-H-A-N-N. Make it Irish. I added, the my second middle name is Gossamer because I really like spiders quite a lot. Okay. Is that a spider? Gossamers are what they make. It's the silk. It's the web. Oh, okay. web it's made out of gossamer. Um, so Jordan Redford Gossamer Gray. Brother's called Dalton. But you see how I made that whole story about me and not him. Yeah, that is my go-to impressive. move. impressive. <laughs> are you uh, are you part of a family? Do you have siblings? Uh, yes, I have one and a half sisters. Right, that took me a minute to figure out yeah. the biology of that. Uh, yeah, because because of relation, not in terms of biomass. Yes. That's not free. <laughs> That's not three half sisters either. That is, uh, yeah, one, right, exactly. One, yeah. one and and uh, and the one we don't talk about. No, I imagine you get on with them, all right? I do. Yeah, good. That's good. Yeah, my half sister lives in Cornwall, so it's quite nice to pop down there. Yeah, it's an excuse to go to Cornwall. Yeah, see, it's a nice place to be. I like the fairies. I'm quite into all that. Okay. Not in a spiritual. I just think I like the aesthetic. I like uh, right. little the, all the little trinkets and things and the goblins and yeah, the names. yeah. Cornwall. Nice. Oh, Cornwall. Tea. Yeah. tea. Yes, tea. Oh, it's too hot for me to drink yet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I've done this before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a good show. I'm enjoying it. Yes, yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's been uh, it's been really fun. Like I say, uh, as I said, off air. Uh, it's just, yeah, everything's been really different so far. Like, yeah. Had different chats about different things. And, it's, like, I talked about in, um, He-Man with John. And, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man, I bet that was fun. Yeah. He, um, 
I walked in, obviously, towards the end of Ross McGrain's episode, which may or may not come out before or after this. I would assume it's already out, but you never know. Be before, yeah. Um, and difficult not to jump in because he's talked about so much stuff that's like that self-fulfilling prophecy of comedy where if if people are talking and they're not listening to you, you stop interacting with them. Therefore, you become more of a television program, basically. And what do people do with TV? They just talk if it's on. Absolutely. So it's self-fulfilling. It's so interesting. Comedy's like yeah. a proper sport. It's not a soap opera like people think. It really is a technical sport. Yes. Which is really fun. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly the thing. I mean, that's part of... Uh, you said you've not seen Terry Alderton. No. Um, no. Yeah, that's sort of like... It's part of what he does is he does get people involved but he also makes people scared to act yeah. out against it okay because he's such an absolute force of nature that he is so difficult to explain what he does but uh, i say he's like a freight train because he'll start off being like this is who i am chugging along this is what we're doing yeah we're going to be sort of like, we're all going to get involved at some point. We're all going to be enjoying it. But this is, this is, this is really why this is, this is what it is. This is, are, okay. you, are you involved? Are you involved? Are you involved? And then he's just getting madder and madder and madder and bringing everyone in and like ripping people apart. And uh, it's just, it's just incredible. It's just an incredible uh, thing to see. And I'll, I'll fully recommend going to see him. Oh, um, comedians that, that, are willing to sort of hold the fort there and be the, the like the first the front line of new experimental stuff not yeah. experimental but just oh it's experimental con, yeah, yeah. Uh, con, con uh, adversarial sort of yeah yeah have difficult conversations on the front line with people is that's cool yeah i feel like i'm a little bit further back from doing it yeah because i'm a I, I it's like i said earlier being a being transgender or being i suppose a slice of any minority you are sort of a political object and the huge upside of that for comedy is that there's an inherent tension already in the room that you get to mine yeah. so easy. So I'm really spoiled. If I go on and I go, Ella, like, right, I I know about 10 transgender comedians. And if you're listening, ladies, then they're all ladies. Um, you're not all brilliant. <laughs> I'm just say that. <laughs> but two of you are. And I won't say who they are. I'm literally going to leave that. Oh, two of you, you tell are. Me a, can you tell me a phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But point is... <laughs> Like, right, and I'm not going to put myself in that category because um, I am just obviously arguably the best one. <laughs> not out of transgender people, out of court comedians in the world. I'm yeah. the best comedian that there is. Um, it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But it, they're telling the same jokes. It's right. so easy, so easy. I, all the ones online, when I started, I was like, I wonder if there's any other transgender comedians. Clickety, click, click, click. First, very first one. Um, hello, I'm Julia Weber. You know what they say, it takes balls is to do comedy. Uh, yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't know. Do. Um, you know what they say? It takes balls to do comedy. Right. And then you get the titter from the audience, and the, it's like, oh, you genius. Who could have thought of that? The very next one. Hi, my friend said I should do comedy um, because, you know, I've got balls, and it takes balls to do comedy. I'm like, how can you? How can you have so little self-awareness that you know that that's the hackiest thing? Everyone in the audience is thinking of that joke already. Yeah. Don't do that joke. That's not how this works. Yeah. Be clever about it. One of the transgender comedians, I'm really narrowing it down, that is brilliant, that kills me, is uh, Jen Ives. She's really, really funny. If yes. you ever get a chance to see yeah, her, she's, she's great, yeah. dry and surreal and really funny. And the other one shall remain a mystery that I like. As if my opinion means anything, but yeah, I just get bored of the same stuff. Yeah. Really bored. There's now eight comedians. There's, there's one going, I'm, I'm good. It's me. One of them's <laughs> going... It's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And there's eight comedians going, hmm. Is it me? 
it's, it's not. You're awful. You know, uh, you, no. I, I swear you'd have to know if he was awful. That, no, that's well, they it. don't know. That's no. the, I was talking about this with Russ. Go on, go on. What, just, not well, to, just that people are so completely unaware that they're bad sometimes that they can't improve. Because the, mm. there are people that are bad, but they know they're bad. And you can, and they want to you can physically see them improving. Right. And it's incredible. And you mm. can watch them working. And they're like and they go out and they do stuff and they and and they know it's not right. And at, at the time they're stuck in their thing. So as an audience member, you're watching it going, they're just doing their set. But as a comedian, you can watch it going, you can see that they want to improve on that thing. But they're, sure. they're just stuck yeah. in that for the so after that set. The audience will probably walk off going, well, they were off and let's never see them again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as a comedian, you'll see them again soon and they'll have improved. Uh, yeah. But that is absolutely not always the case. I agree. I think comedy is self-policing in that sense, though. I don't think you could go for like two years regularly and not have and not at the end realise where you're at. I feel that there's unless you've got unless there is some a congenital brain thing going on there and you just haven't got the part of your brain that takes in short term memory. So yeah. oh, I don't know. I think you you somebody will say oh but you but you people will take the mick enough that you'll pick up on the fact that it's your, you, you one think. of these things is not like the other type thing yeah um but then at the same time just like i was just saying if you are a member of a minority and you're getting big laughs like i could i get really big laughs for not very hard work because the the tension's there people just want to release that tension i could easily be super not self-aware and think i was a comic messiah absolutely which yeah. is why i pretend to be that's that was the greatest gift comedy ever gave me is that I can walk on stage and pretend to be the person that doesn't know how easy it is to get a laugh being transgender and that's literally what I do. Right. I, I I pretend to think I'm Jesus, yes. comedy Jesus. The, that's the most fun you can have on stage. They pretending to think you are the next big thing in comedy because then you sort of get to in your back of your mind experience what that would be like as yeah. well. You get the fun of it with and people know you're joking. Because I I quite like doing that as like again someone from a, sort of an awkward perspective uh I, I like going out and letting people know like oh it's all right and i'm gonna smash this like uh, but i'll still be sort of that awkward that's yeah guy that's an extra who i am yeah. but like i'll sort of um like for instance i was doing the uh do, doing the trifecta of the stands and yeah, yeah. um the, the recent run that they just did or no it's a while ago oh, okay um I'm, I'm now on a list for the weekends very nice. um very nice but there was a there's I did the first two and like the Edinburgh one I drove up and I got stuck in loads of traffic on the way up so I got there like real last minute and I was just disheveled and and I got into the gig um and walked out on stage and just sort of like you you've seen me sort of do like a, just a weird look sometimes but I walked out and just did a weird look from when I got up there like <laughs> Jesus uh, oh, but, like oh, look as if to say this is big or bigger than I thought. Or no, what do you mean? Um, like, uh, I'll I'll demonstrate to you. Okay, and I shall attempt to describe <laughs> yeah. it for the listeners. Oh, like a yeah, fish fish out of water, typical yeah. thing of yeah. Um, I'm ang- anxiously assessing the situation. Yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah. But that, so I walked out in Edinburgh, and that just got a laugh, <laughs> and I was getting a laugh. So I just thought. I'm just going to keep doing this for a second. So I did about 15 seconds of, of saying nothing. Yeah. I mean, which is powerful. Fuck yeah. That My is, word, yeah. it makes you feel good. Yeah. If you can walk out on stage without saying a single word and you just look and people laugh. Yeah. And you can hold that. That's amazing. It's incredible. So I went out to Glasgow the next night and uh, and did it there and 
genuinely about 30 seconds didn't say a word <laughs> and I was just I was just standing there going the I am good at this <laughs> <laughs> that's so true and yeah. like but that's the funny thing is like sort of being that confident when you're getting those laughs for, for being that awkward um, but it's great and then I went to Newcastle did the same thing and uh, nothing Right, and then and then a woman weird, just went, weird. "Go on, you could do it," oh, <laughs> which was so oh, lovely. Oh, oh. And uh, and then <laughs> what won them back was like she thought she was helping, but what won them back was I just went, oh, "I know, yeah, I got this," and everyone was like, "Oh, uh, okay." Yeah. Like, it was, but it was sort of it was quite a nice. Oh, moment. that's a nice way around them. But oh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> it was so funny. There can't it can't be though. Surely nobody could come on stage. And actually be nervous for 30 seconds and not say anything. People have to know deep down that it's you're doing a very clever bit. Not that it's real. But so I, 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 I think... People do think it's real. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. I think people... But, um, comedy savvy people obviously know the difference. But I don't know. I like how comedy vets the audience. I yeah. have a, I have 100% contempt for slightly stupid people. And that's it's yeah. something in life that I... I, I literally say... Yeah. I hate stupid people. Yeah. In in my set. Yeah. I, I, it's hard to to sort of marry that with wanting to be a good person, but I I'm prejudiced against stupid people. Yeah. Um. And there's a lovely thing about comedy where I can get up and say you know you get up and you say something that is obviously untrue, obviously untrue, or an opinion yeah. that can't be real. Um. Ah, oh, kids, don't you hate them? You should put. They should all be fed to dogs. If there was any truth <laughs> to that, you'd be a psychopath. <laughs> it's comedy. Yeah. But somebody in the back goes. Oh, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. As if it's if I'm advocating it, mate. Yeah. The point is, you're laughing at me being so stupid that I would think that that is what should happen Absolutely. to kids, and it vets the audience because you never will ever have to see those people again. Yeah. And that's uh, that's what I love about comedy. My, that's one of my favourite things. Well, that um, that sort of reflects on what you were saying earlier of um, sort of people not believing things that you're saying on stage. Yeah. Like the other day with the woman who she was shouting something out uh, she um, accused my girlfriend of not being real uh, oh yeah that was odd yeah yeah and got but a girlfriend she, she, she's a she a weird moment real for odd woman yeah but she, she was trying to um, she wanted to laugh though as she well she was trying to mock me yeah. um, and my response to her was uh, no she's definitely real I'm, we're really happy I'm, I'm in a really good place at the moment <laughs> just really <laughs> earnest and sincere and it got and people were <laughs> laughing and yeah. I was just like you have no idea that I'm being absolutely genuinely true like I'm I'm, genu- I'm genuinely I'm having oh, a great yeah. time of life that's the extra level is, is um, marbling in like actual emotion and yeah. truth because then you create something really special so I've done that a few times recently uh, like a guy the other week during um, so during the kids stories bit did I do that Kids stories. Well, I turn anthropomorphized animals and kids. Yeah, stories oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's humans. like that's like the saga because they kept throwing more and more. That's in. right. Yeah, um, but I I did it uh, the other week and someone shouted out um, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, which I point out would just become a mental health support group. And, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, which is like generally sort of quite a good response. Generally, it's a good, good analogy. Laugh. And I did it at a gig the other week 
and there, was, there weren't many people there and a guy just went oh yeah like this gig and I said and like kind of he'd, he'd said some stuff earlier in the night to someone else and I sort of ended up having a very brief chat to him about his mental health like right, and how okay. it sort of he seems like he's probably unwell and he needs some help and yeah. but like it was in sort of quite a nice genuine way but it was also sort of a little bit tongue in cheek it was fun like it, it yeah, sounds that's... like I was mocking someone for having poor mental health but that's not what was going on no but um, as a result he asked me about my mental health and I said oh yeah no I'm, I'm, I'm really good thanks mate I'm, I'm really happy I'm in, a, I'm in a great place in my life and I'm just having a really good time and they're killing themselves laughing and I was just like I'm, I'm being genuine is, that is, why is this so funny is that, isn't that the gift the real amazing gift that we get to take away from it is actually there's still so much of it that is we there's a magic that we don't understand like right on the top a little Absolutely. spark of like why 100%. did this not get a laugh this week and it did the other week and sometimes a laugh coming out of nowhere that they give you you didn't even put it in yeah. there they laugh and you're like oh I'll keep that in the set I don't I've, know why yeah, they get it I've got jokes in my set that I've been doing for ages and I don't know why they're funny yeah <laughs> I, I get a, a laugh I think it's the wrong kind of laugh and you, you don't want the wrong kind of laugh yeah. obviously but I get one sometimes where I say um, you know I'm quite tall for a girl and I think they're laughing at the fact that I said I'm a girl and they just think I'm a man. So, And that's the right. wrong kind of laugh. But I started getting a laugh at that point when when I was going on to do a joke. I'd be like, see, the thing is, it's, a bit, it's about how my feet stick on the, off the end of a couch and something. I can't right. remember what the joke is. But I'm like, see, the thing is, I'm quite tall for a girl. It would get a little titter. So then I looked that bit and the rest of the audience are like, oh. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, that's it. It, it. They gifted me that joke. I didn't yeah. have to work for that at all. Now it's in there all the time. It's, I love playing with people's awkwardness. That's great. Yeah, comedy is magic. I like that. Yeah. Mm. It really is. It really is. Just you get to play with people. And you feel like you're part of a legacy, don't you? I, I love the yeah. fact that we are doing the same thing that like Jerry Seinfeld turned into a kind of an archetypal thing, you know? Yeah. The fact that a comed- you can draw a cartoon comedian and it will look the same like that. Yeah. The, the suit and the and the bricks behind and the... What's the deal? With that, I love that that's a thing, and we're we're doing that as well in a completely different way. Yeah, and then throwing music in there. But as well, that's the it? thing. There's there's a different way of doing everything. Yeah, and and that's that's the great thing about that. So it's cool. Yeah. What do you think of this tea? This is all right. Do you are you a fan? I first of all, when I first smelt it, thought I don't think I'm going to like this. Now I'm into it. Yeah, that's nice. Peppermint's uh, yeah. is cooling. It's, it's it's uh it's mild it's really mild and it's the odd sensation isn't it that it's cooling but the liquid is hot so yeah there's like a it's paradox when it's going down it feels cool yeah it's got a, an icy after yeah, thought it's really nice it is a it's a uh, it's like washing with uh axiom the, the mint and tea tree um original source <laughs> which burns you it burns it's cold you, makes your body cold yeah 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 I can't. I can't use it. I think I'm allergic to tea tree because it gives me a cough if I use it for an extended length of time. <laughs> I know it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> but you had your eye was itching earlier, so that's why I'm wondering if maybe you are because you're dosing yourself at two teas a podcast, yeah. presumably something like that. Maybe maybe, you're maybe I'm allergic to stags. You... I don't know. This is the fourth cup of tea. Stags. I just I literally. It is, isn't it? Well, uh, as as the audience will know, yeah. you turned up at the end of Russ's podcast. I've recorded two back to back. Yeah, uh, I've had had a lot of tea. Maybe you're giving yourself contact dermatitis, as they say, don't they? If yeah. you, if you ha- are exposed to something too much in a quick space of time, you'll develop an allergy to it because your body. Really? Like, yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Thankfully, so. I, I drink a lot of tea, so <laughs> it should be okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, then you're acclimatized. Yeah. To the to the brew. 
Hopefully. Should we, can we talk about P- Pokemon? Go on, yeah, I've right. written it down because I, don't, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not a massive Pokemon fan. The most. Oh, of... that's why I thought, because I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> what? I'm joking. I was going to do a bit. Ah, uh, that's very good. Pokemon. Yeah. It's I, a video well, game it, it came out at the, uh, like, because it, it started with the cards, right? started with the uh, game. 1994 in Japan, 1998 in the UK, and the cards and the game came out simultaneously. It wasn't that late, was it? Yeah, yeah. Because it started at the, I'm sure I remember it starting as I was finishing primary school. But I finished primary school in 1996. No, maybe you, maybe you're, you were a little late to the party in that regard. The cards came out slightly later than the games as well. Really? Yeah, the game 1994 in Japan it got issued, and I think the anime started in at least over here in 1998. Really? And it was massively off the back of the game. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, oh, but the games were out. But yeah, sometime. Maybe I'm June. thinking of Pogs. Maybe you're thinking of like Digimon, like it's <laughs> prick. Um, that was really hard. <laughs> game yeah, too hard. No, 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 it's fine. Um, Pokemon is uh, yeah, it's a Japanese <laughs> franchise where you catch these little animals and they they evolve, which is a is the poor way to describe it because they don't evolve; they metamorphosize like a caterpillar might into yeah. bigger versions of themselves, them with more teeth and claws. And you fight them dog fighting style, and you—it's quite cruel, cool, really. Yeah, it really is. And the protagonist is usually like a little ten-year-old, and I love it. And my engagement ring here—you see there—it's a pokeball. I don't know if you recognise that oh, as an yeah. emblem, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm big into it, and. So that's presumably, I guess, why John Oakes would have mentioned it as a topic. But you're not, so you, you didn't get into it or you enjoyed it? Or you... No, I think um, like a few of my friends got into it, but it was that sort of time, like I think I was just the age where I could have got into it or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of, but it just sort of passed me by. But, like, but... but Harry Potter passed me by at the time as well. And sure. it, I didn't get into it until later. And I did start enjoying Pokemon Go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I came to the Pokemon Go way late was... in the game. Oh, really? Like last year. Oh, really? Because uh, no Is it still well, Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's getting more and more updates all the time. Wow. But I like the actual games, not the little point-and-click flicky yeah. games. Although I think, what a wonderful way to get people out and about. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Like that game could do that. No, but I like the, but the al- games. But also people died playing it, so... But then people died drinking peppermint tea. What? You, you already are halfway <laughs> there. So... Oh, no. What else do we want to cancel? Christmas... Can't even say England anymore. <laughs> oh, what? Different people are different colours, and that's. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know what I'm on about, to be fair. Um, no. But just don't vote against your interests. Pokemon? What am I talking about? Um, Pokemon. Uh, yeah, the new games are out. You're big into Pokemon, aren't you? So much. I want to be the very best. You know it. Like no one ever was. What's this? The theme tune? Bless you. Yes, it is. I thought it would be ingrained because you just hear it subconsciously. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. No, that's mental. That's mental. Um, it's. I love it, and we're getting matching Pokemon tattoos. Me and my fiance oh, soon. But you know what, what, what you're gonna get. Um, right. My, okay. My friend's got a Bulbasaur in his leg. It's original G zero zero one on the Pokedex Bulbasaur. Love me a Bulbasaur. Yeah. Um, right. You know what a Pikachu is, presumably. Yeah. You know that's the um, that's the mascot. It's so popular that even within the game, within the game world of Pokemon, they know that Pikachu is a very popular Pokemon creature. So they make plushies, like cuddly toy Pikachus, to sell in the game of Pokemon. You can buy little cuddly toy ones. There is a ghost-type Pokemon, a Pokemon that is essentially ectoplasm, that possesses the body of these plushies 
so that it can pretend to be a Pikachu and people will love it and take it home. Otherwise, they wouldn't because it's a ghost. Right. And it's called a Mimikyu. And I'm getting that tattooed, me and my fiance. Okay. With a little thing that says, I choose you. You must know that. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, we're, we're, I'm not, I'm not entirely. No, you've got a, a jumping off point. Yeah, yeah. So love it. Went to see so, Detective so, Pikachu the other day. So there's, there's several Pikachu's, are there? No, no, no there's, there's just the one. What do you mean? No, no well, wait, wait, what, what do you thought, mean by that? Like, so yeah, because to my knowledge, Pikachu was like a singular character. No, oh, I see what you who... mean. No, their Pokemon are, are species. Right, and so, Pikachu is a species. Of Pokemon. Right. But, but they are called the name of their species. So there's more than one? Because I thought it was just the one that belonged to Ash. No, thousands. Thousands. Oh, wow. Ash has a okay. Pikachu. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you see. So it's like us so saying which, birds. So which Pikachu was it in Detective Pikachu? Just a different Pikachu. Okay. Yeah. No, the, the thousands of them. Like, right. Like, 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 they're like mice. Like Richard Heron's obsession with a Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen that. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what's so, that? On um, Oh, because he's an ogre. Shrek is an ogre. Yes. So it's it's the old logic problem, but, isn't it? All the ogres are Shrek, but not all Shrek. No, all Shreks are ogres, but not all ogres are Shrek. Yes. Yeah, the but there's but there's more than one Shrek. It just so happens that there is a Shrek called Shrek. No. Shrek is a type of ogre. Is it? Because there's more than one Shrek in, I believe, Shrek three. Yeah, but is it just the family, like his cousins or something, or is it? Is yeah, it but a they're all Shreks. That's weird. I didn't know. that. And there's just one called Shrek. I didn't know that. I believe that's true. Okay. Well, Pokemon, they are named after what they are. And that's all right. they can say as well. Pikachu can only say... Really? Pikachu! It literally can only say that. Good grief. But there's legendary ones. Did not ones. expect that noise to come out of your mouth. I like doing it uh, adjacent to like a Johnny Cash impression. <laughs> yeah. Because that freaks people out. I shan't do it now. Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah. Uh, what, what's Johnny Cash sing? Because you're mine. I walk the line. Pikachu! You get the whole range <laughs> from baritone. Right it's coming from one person. Yeah. Um, Pikachu. Right, and then there's legendary Pokemon. You, I know you're still there, listeners, right? So just stay in there. And they, there is only one of those. So, for example, right. Mankind genetically took information from a Pokemon called Mew, of which there's only one, combined it with loads of other stuff, science-wise, and made Mew 2. Yeah, no, Mew 2. So there's only one of them, for because example. Because of Super Smash Brothers. Right, yeah, so it's made its way into... It's the most popular franchise of all time. It's way is out, it really? outsold um, Sonic, Super Mario, yeah, definitely. Wow. Because of the... Because that was going to come up as well. Oh, I've not written Sonic down, but that was... The new like, game. The I new discussed movie. that with um, John, like, briefly, after the podcast, so no oh. one's going to be aware of that. But, like, do you think... That they purposely, because obviously there's the oh, whole thing of like, yeah, because everyone's like, oh my god, they changed that for us. Talking about I, Sonic I the Hedgehog listeners, yeah. They, but then everyone's saying like, oh, they're all sort of, you know, what about the eye lines are not going to match up or whatever. I think it's more than likely that they made the film with the version they've got now, and mm. then they brought out this terrible trailer. Not a terrible trailer, because the trailer actually makes it look quite good. I liked it. I but, like the little spine with the electrical thing. I thought that's a nice touch. That yeah. his tendril was a bit. Electrical. I think Jim Carrey looks like he's back on form. Oh man, I've got such high hopes for Jim Carrey's like yeah. his Twilight years are going to be amazing. I oh, because he oh, thought he was going to disappear into like a painty obscurity. Yeah, but, but no, he's I think sort he seems to be bringing it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be um, cool. which is great. So I've I've always I've always liked Jim Carrey for uh, for a long time. Uh, there's certain bits of Jim Carrey's career that I thought were yeah. too Jim Carrey. Um, Anyone can be guilty of that. Yeah, being too, not being too Jim Carrey, but but um, like it's it's impossible to deny the brilliance of the mask. Absolutely amazing, so so amazing. 
Um, video game movies adaptations notoriously awful very very yeah. difficult to pull off Detective Pikachu which I had to walk out oh, of yeah. did um, you? not because of the quality of the film I was so excited to see it so excited I went to see it two days ago and after 15 seconds I had to leave because the kid in front of me was explaining to his parents what every single Pokemon was um, in retrospect there was a very strong chance that that kid was perhaps uh, autistic of, of some kind yeah doesn't it, that doesn't it, my enjoyment of the film would have was completely compromised. So yeah. I didn't intervene. That would have been awful if I'd have said, "Excuse me, shut up." I just left, very disappointed, and I was thinking, "Ah, oh, like, should I have stayed?" No, I couldn't have had a running I think commentary. You could have complained and got. A I got free a different ticket. ticket oh, you did. Else. Yeah, yeah. We we just had a nice chat at the desk. It was like, "There's a kid in front explaining to his parents who don't have never seen Pokemon before yeah. what every single one is, and there's about seven hundred of them." I mean, it's really sweet. It but, was sweet. Yeah. It was obnoxiously sweet. Yeah. Clearly an only child, because he was the only kid talking in the cinema as well. And it was jam-packed. We got the last two seats, me and my fiancé. So I left, and I'm still really excited to see it, but it looks like it's hit a home run, and I don't know if Sonic's going to, but it might, Mm. which would be nice. The Super Mario Brothers movie, do you remember seeing that? Yeah, it's terrible. It was awful. And the production story of that production is like a horror story of where it started and where it ended up and how many just on-set injuries, disputes and stuff. It's really a horror story. What movie would you like to see adapted from video game culture? Were you a gamer? Yeah. You surprised me. Go on. What, what really? did you... No, I'm joking. Oh, 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 oh. Fuck, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> what did you used to play? What was your... Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you what would be fun. Uh, see Fallout. Fuck. Uh, one of my favourite games. Yeah. Fallout. That'd be Elvis great, Wars right? Series. I would. Yep. Oh, my God. Listeners, yeah. uh, a Pip-Boy watch has emerged. Yeah. Not... Uh, independent of a human is attached to Sai <laughs> yeah. his wrist in fact which is where a good watch is all be that's amazing that's really cool yeah that's right? proper good graphics as well that's not like a yeah it's really one. cool it's, uh, it's spot on that is uh... that's really cool yeah. oh no I want that um, Fallout or the Elder Scrolls but I think Fallout maybe pips it to the post yeah I'd, I'd prefer to see Fallout over yeah. Elder Scrolls I'm writing a feature length um, movie based on pre-existing yeah. IP I shall tell you what it is but I shan't say it on the air okay. and see if you remember it what if I if I mimed it out to you I reckon would you get it what, how old are you? Uh, 33 33 you're, you're older than I thought you'd be which is great you've retained that yeah oh, maybe it's older um, wait what is that yeah that's a good thing um, yeah. uh, it was a Sega Mega Drive franchise okay from the Streets mid- of Rage don't say it oh although no it's not that <laughs> but but fine um, sorry so you uh, could just wait, is it it's... Is it? Is it? Right. This is not podcast material, is it? Uh, it's um. How did I say? I mean, you can tell me, and I can cut it out. Exactly. No. Right. It's it's based on an IP. Well, I'll leave it in the air, listeners. Play along at home, um, and you maybe we maybe you guess before the end, but don't don't guess on the air. But we can. So it was. There's only one thing that I could think that could possibly be, because of how ridiculous. The rest of them are though, because it is pretty ridiculous. But it's very popular though. It's not well, an just based one. on the based on that this one level of dance. But that's different to what I how I would have. It's not a dance. This is not me dancing. This is me showing you the anatomic shape of the character. Oh, do you know who it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, writing yeah. a feature link for that. Are this you is really? great radio. I love the subtext. I'm. Oh, that's so good. It's the the closest project to my heart I've ever had in my life, which is so lucky because usually people's like passion projects are really obscure, like never going to get made films. But like mine's a summer blockbuster. It's actually got the potential to do 
yeah, what those amazing. movies need to do. That would be that would be who who would play said character? The person that we've just been talking about, Jim Carrey, as the titular character, the voiceover. Of course, of, it's a live action, but with a voice. His voice would be perfect. Be? Yeah, yeah. So, oh God. Yeah. That's, oh, that's great. I, I'm I'm putting a lot of stock into it. Amazing. We've made it so exciting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to contribute to the crowdfunder, there's no crowdfunder. Yeah. I am working on a, the idea for a uh, feature-length film. Okay. But not based so, on So it. what else are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding. I'm kidding. Go on. Um, yeah, I won't get into it because oh, no, it's, no, it's no, going to take years to write. So. Yeah, but, but, but wait, so it's, it's not based on video game IP? No, 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 no. Okay. No, because for some reason all, all movies need to be in my mind. For some, why, yeah. why? Yeah, why would they need to be? So you're writing a movie. That's good. Do you need me to be in it? Oh well, I mean maybe. Ah, oh, should have asked earlier. I'm busy I, now. I need. When uh, are you making it? When? Yeah. Um, I'm busy then. Next week. No, busy then. Oh, shit. That's awkward. Damn. It's nice of you to ask. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll what, how would you like to? Uh, I, I presume we're kind of closing, are we? Are we? Are we I mean, I don't what? think. Yeah, we've gone on. What we've done? We've done an hour and a half. So, oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Uh, is this I'm, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, let's. <laughs> we can wind it down. So why do you do some quick fire if you've got some last little bits or something? Or, uh, or I can I've, ask you I've a really... question. Well, what's, what's well questions that I ask every time? What's your What's your favourite tea? Are you a tea? Yeah, I love English tea. Big English big breakfast tea. tea. Yeah, just big English. Super good with sweet what's your and favourite? What's your favourite English breakfast tea? I didn't know there was more than one. Yeah, it's more, like, brand-wise. Oh, brand-wise. PG Tips is pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Solid. Twining gets on my nerves a bit. Thai food is a bit strong. Yeah, but thanks for sending me free tea, Twinings. Twinings? Oh, no, I didn't mean Twinings. Twinings is nice. Um, thai food. Thai food gets on my nerves. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise this was Twinings, but no, I do like Twinings. No, that's not. That's tea pigs. These are Twinings. Twinings? Twinings is nice. <laughs> no, um, it's right. They're not paying me. They're no. just sending me free tea. Twinings is uh, so, say what you will. But I, I, I prefer. I'll be honest. I prefer tea pigs. Yeah. To Twinings. You, this is where because I'm the guest. So if whatever yeah. I say is like you can provide the balance by saying, but also just to provide balance. Tea pigs are shit. Don't say that though. No, they're not really good because they're really, great. Really good. I, I, I really enjoy yeah. it. Look again. The the uh, the tea bag. So it's is, just uh, an architectural. Wonder. They're beautiful. They're really. They feel nice. They're nicely made. Yeah. They're. Um, Biodegradable, big fan of that. But uh, I, I just mean, like, say Ross would have said as well, maybe even John, you have to provide political bias. You yes. have to balance it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I come on and was like, I think Trump's got some good ideas, you'd have to be like, if you're on the radio, you're not on a podcast, but on the radio, you'd yeah. have to be like, um, so, you know, let's hear from the Labour candidate yeah. or whatever, just to, to get some left wing liberalism. Let's hear from someone it. sensible. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, your words, not mine. Um, <laughs> uh, so right, it's a podcast. Right, it's uh, my, tease, my podcast. Right, so we've done English. Right, yeah, I like a bit of yeah. PG tips. Do you, uh, are you, uh, what kind of milk? Soy milk sweetened. Oh, yeah? From that soy, Alpro sweetened soy milk. Oh, okay. A subtle sweet taste. Also, it's got phytoestrogens in, which is what I used to drink before I took actual estrogen. Oh, right. Which is really cool. Nice. So, if you if you find yourself growing titties, yes. maybe your soy consumption is a little bit high. Mm. Yes, that is uh, it's not, not not an issue I have. So, uh, well, fine. are you a biscuit dunker? Very much so. Love a biscuit. What's your favourite biscuit to dunk? Digestives, just down the line. Just a standard. Yeah, with nothing on. Blank digestive. Yeah, rich teas. Yeah. Although I love a rich tea. Love a rich tea so much. But, but the problem with rich teas are. I will eat an entire packet in a single cup of tea. Because it's like 
wafers. Yeah. Yeah, there's like nothing there. They are the most structurally sound of all the biscuits, according to research. You'd think they'd be Bridge the weakest because they snap. But if you dunk them, because of their structure and the gluten or whatever, they will not break as much as any other biscuit mm. on the market that we know of. Interesting. On this planet. So, I mean, I'm going to have to do some experiments at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a biscuit special at some point. Oh, might... but that's going to just be crunching all the way through. Yeah. Do you know what? Well, no, it won't because they'll be dunked in tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've got, you got me there. What I could do there, though, is um, do like a live special and get sort of loads of uh, loads of local acts in. Yeah, get the lads in. Yeah, yeah. Yourself included. Yeah, Because you're, yeah. you're local. Uh, get, get everyone in. Get them all sort of sitting around on a stage. Get loads of different biscuits in, and we'll right. sit there and rate them. In front what, of them. And what them? And rate them. Rate them. Okay. In front of a live audience. Of, yeah. Otherwise, that'd be very different. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's nice. Pink, pink panthers, pink wafers, whatever they're called. Come yeah. On. I don't Classic. know. They even fan. survive in a tea. Would they just sort of disintegrate? Digestive. I like. I like a posh cookie. I like a bourbon. One of those girls. Yeah. Like a bourbon. Good, yeah. I like a bourbon. Mm. Nice little uh, Maryland cookie or something. But a niece, niece, little niece tea, yeah. sugar-dusted nieces. Um, and the old uh, custard cream. Standard. Standard custard, nice cream. custard cream. Yeah. They're pretty all right. Yeah. Is that your quick fire questions? Because that's good. Pretty much, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, is that it? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of other sort of like potential <laughs> ones, but we don't, we don't always do them. Like, how do you make your tea? Oh, uh, with... I, don't, I didn't know there was more than one way. Well, yeah. Oh, milk in Yeah, like milk first. first yeah, yeah, yeah. You because, milk first. Because of burning the tea. Right. Is yes. that sound or am I mental there? I don't know. There is sound reasoning behind it. Yeah. But uh, you many you, people would yeah. argue because um, apparently you need boiling water for the tea leaves to infuse properly. But I've also heard mm. that water at 80 degrees is the best temperature. So right. I don't know exactly what's right. And I'm going to have to do some research on this and experimentation and, yeah, and I see mean, what if you works up the mountain, best. It would be different, wouldn't it? Because the air yeah. pressure. Absolutely. And uh, that's a, but that's John, a good device. Uh, John Oakes also said that he, uh, he read somewhere that like many tea companies will recommend that you leave the tea bag in the milk to infuse in the milk. In the milk, yeah. To, to start with. I quite like and that. then you pour the hot water in. And apparently that's that will get the best flavour out of the tea bags. Yeah, the one thing that you can that helps to avoid is overflow because then when you take the tea bag out, you've dispersed that amount. Absolutely. So it's not going to spill. You can carry it around the room, go for a little jog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. This is a very good point. Yeah. Very good podcast. Many many people will argue against that because you know the standard is bag first. Hot water. I was going to say the sand is sort of stationary at a table or in front of the <laughs> telly. Yeah, um, yeah, I know, I know, but those people can fuck off. Good grief! Just smashed a cup as well. So please don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I feel I just thought oh, a lovely way to close the podcast, <laughs> but just bang on that. I'd say yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you do you do a radio show as well? Yep, Phoenix Wait. FM in Brentwood. 98.0 FM, or as I like to punctuate it, 98.0 FM. I still say the point, though, so it's redundant. Yeah. 0. 0.0 FM every Sunday from 4 till 6. Oh, cool. 4 till... Yeah, lovely. Good. I'm good on it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On, on account of my talent. <laughs> yeah. 
What do you, uh, what, do you, what sort of stuff do you... Guest-based, chat-based. Oh, had some lovely guests. I had Scrooby's Pip on the show. Oh, lovely. Boy George had, uh, gave me some eye dents for the programme as oh, well, right, which was really, really nice. That's amazing. Sex people. Sex people, sexy times. An excellent host. Yeah. And um, Who's just that? talk... <laughs> just got just got finger blasted yeah finger no, guns no, no, that's an awful <laughs> finger guns finger guns finger guns yeah yeah finger guns finger blasted is a different podcast uh... yeah it's a feminist podcast yeah, yeah. Um, so I, yeah I do do that radio show also comedy's good do support your live comedy yeah much absolutely echoing the are sentiment you, of Ross and I'm up there with a collective of working class comedians called Best in Class oh great um, is that Michelle what, Davis um... and her crew mm. Cool. Is it's that is, uh, William Stone doing it? He is. Yeah. William Stone. What well, a lovely way to end the podcast. He's a, with a I, William Stone I love joke. William Stone. He's, He's amazing. Go on. What's the, you're the gonna... bit that killed me the other day, and I don't know why I found it so funny. It's funny, but not this funny. Um, I uh, I don't have any pets that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> Just kills me. Really kills me. Yeah. Oh, William Stone. Great. Love him. Love Brilliant. William Stone. Well, thanks so much for coming on. It's been really fun. It's been fine. <laughs> it's been really lovely. Thank you very much for having me. This is a successful podcast. I sense its trajectory heading, not if not into the stratosphere and beyond, then at least as far as your own personal satisfaction with it. And what more can we ask for in this world? Yeah. The great thing is I never need to have uh, Russell Brand on this show now either. Well, because you've got a sound like nor Jeff Goldblum, yeah. nor Pikachu, nor Johnny Cash, apparently. Yes. That's more than what, I thought I had. You... Oh, no, it was, yeah, it was Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, so t- tiny, tiny variations in the, uh, the, the the chaos, chaos theory. You know, the, you remember that in Jurassic Park? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, might, <laughs> I might fade out during that. Yeah. I just that, ramble. I could just ramble and fade out. Yeah. What else does he say? Fuck. No, he doesn't say that. Yeah. Well, he might do, but in the outtakes. In the uh, 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 the Marvel movie, what's it? Was um, he yeah. plays the Guardian, doesn't he? Are you he fan? does. Yeah. The uh, yeah. uh, spark, sparkles, sparkles. This guy, this guy, he's threatening, threatening me. That one. When he's, yeah. He's, yeah. I like that. I don't yeah. do that as well. Mm. Oh. Nice. Funnily enough, speaking of uh, loud children during movies, when I was watching, uh, <laughs> when I was watching uh, Avengers Endgame the other week, yeah, like completely packed out, sold out cinema, uh, and then some woman took her kid, but, but like a baby. Just cried the whole time. Yeah. What? Why? Though? Ridiculous. So, and I just wanted to bring that up uh, because if you are <laughs> either that woman or someone who takes crying children to the cinema, yeah, uh, go just go and live in a reservoir. Yeah. Yeah, and don't come out. Yeah, we can. Movies can make it as far as reservoirs if you were desperate to see it. Absolutely. I can. I can I feel the pain of wanting to see it, but don't bring a. Yeah. A, an abomination with you. <laughs> Oh, incredible. And on that note, Jordan calling... Uh, I mean, you can make that noise all you want, but you've, you've said it now. <laughs> oh, brutal. Yep, babies uh, are shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it's all coming out now, and then, but that's the end. Oh, we should if have you, ended 10 minutes ago. If you want more, part two is not coming up. Love you very much. Yeah, Thanks I was, for having I was going to have Jordan back on, but I won't now. So, no, um, no. great. In case, that, in case that happens again. Thank you very much for having me. It's nice. And yes, no, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, cheers. Do you cheers. Do a clink? Is that a thing? I haven't done it, but. Clink, 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 clink. Yeah. The rest of that wasn't real. That was me. Yeah. I know. Uh, it sounded real, but. Uh, cool. Thanks very much for coming on. Thanks for listening. Uh, I love you all. See ya. Bye. Say bye. Oh, me. I'm sorry. I thought that was your sign off. Uh, no, you.
Uh, goodbye, goodbye, thank you, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> well, that was brilliant. That was genuinely really brilliant fun. I really enjoyed that chat. That was it was, it was a lot of fun to edit as well because it was just it's just it's just really good fun. I really enjoyed it. I hope you liked it too. Now, if you want to follow Jordan on any social media, don't forget to do so on uh, sort of Instagram and Twitter. It's at Tall Dark Friend. The website is www.jordangrayofficial.com. What's brilliant is my girlfriend told me yesterday that someone on the phone to her called her up and was telling her a <laughs> telling her a, a website and uh, did so by saying, so you type in three W's. Uh, followed by a full stop, which is just incredible. Like, who has got to this point without knowing the correct way to just say www? That's <laughs> that really blew my mind. I really enjoyed that. And don't forget to come and see the live recording of uh, of the Comedians Tea Party. On that same day, uh, Stuart Goldsmith is coming to preview his show and he's coming to record a live episode of the Comedians Comedian podcast, which is his own extremely popular podcast. And Jade Adams is also previewing on that day. And uh, I do believe he's got Jade Adams on the Comedians Comedian podcast uh, after their preview. So that's going to be really fun. So come and come and watch, come and hang around for the whole day. But there in the evening, I'm at 11.30 in the morning, which is, I think, late enough that people should be able to make it down after a Saturday night out. Come and get some hangover food and watch the podcast being recorded. It's going to be really good fun. The guest is going to be spectacular. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I'm still, I'm still in a whirlwind of stuff because uh, I'm buying a house... Any day now, I'm going to be moving in, just still waiting on estate agents to tell me whether or not we actually are moving into the house or not. And it's, it's frustrating. I understand why people moan about estate agents all the time. It's uh, it's frustrating. Hey, nothing against the estate agents except a little bit against the... It's, I, I mean, it's solicitors as well. They're, God, they're all nightmares, aren't they? Anyway, it's happening. We're getting there soon. It's, it's very, very exciting times, but also stressful and frustrating. Uh, please, like I said earlier, don't don't forget to uh, check out the previews and shows that I've got coming up, like uh, Fabish and Fringe on 12th of July and 11th of August. A proper, proper show at Camden Comedy Club. It's not a preview anymore, it's just going to be the show, I think. We'll see. <laughs> it depends whether or not I, I think it's good enough. No, it's really good fun. Yeah, I'll see you all soon. Love you. Bye.